hello, hello. Welcome back to Department of the Dead. I'm one of the hosts, Amanda, or on Instagram, Salty Kilo. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite thought. And he's got a headset this time, guys. Yeah, baby. I'm I'm legit now. I'm I'm fully invested into this podcast thing. <laughs> How was your day? I know it was a little hectic before we could start recording. It's good. I just moved into my house. Um, I don't have any furniture in it yet, so I'm currently in an empty house drinking Topo Chico. Nice. So, perfect time for a scary story. Yeah, I just had a monster and some water uh, because I'm on staff duty. And so this is the topic that we're going to be talking about is, ah, I'm going to scare myself so bad. <laughs> we're talking about shadow people and hat men. Ah! So. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know how um, common like this this theme is. How how many people see this hat man, um, and obviously man is going to cover it exactly what he is or who he, who who he is. Um, <laughs> uh, so I mean we'll go over stories and then shit that tales of the grid square uh, has also, which I have on my phone ready. Dope. Okay, cool so beans. before we actually like get into this, I was just wondering, have you ever had like a shadow person or hat man experience? I've never been. Um, Visited by the hat man. I don't like no man in a hat has ever been like standing by my bed. But I mean, everyone's had like, I feel like shadow people, right? When you're uh, like sleep paralysis, um, you know, that shadow person kind of is like creeping up to you. Yeah. Which is which is terrifying. I've had those a bunch, but. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's like the same thing ish. Yeah. Just not the man. And no hat. Watch it. You're going to be visited by the hat man tonight. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> We're just nervous laughing. We're just scaring ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a shadow person. Uh, I've had sleep paralysis a decent number of times. Um, but one of them that was like really freaky was it was when I was at Fort Stewart and I was like sick. Uh, maybe it was like the flu or allergies or something, but I just like was feeling like crap. So I took a nap in my car at uh lunchtime and i mm-hmm. instead of like the front seat of my car I, I wanted to lay down so i just went in the middle seat of my car yeah the, the row behind the drivers and passengers it's like that one so i was like laying down and then i have a hatchback and so the back part of the thing was like behind me so i was like laying down face up and just trying to get a little bit of sleep and i wake up and i can't move and i know i'm in my car and this like dark bird like figure it had like claws but there were feathers and like it was peeking over the um the back of the seat (laughs) and it was like reaching down to like touch me and i couldn't move and i was like (gasps) and then like i blinked and i woke up and i was able to move again what the fuck (laughs) why is that a thing like why We'll How get does into that happen? It. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'll 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 get into the uh what it is scientifically, and then just what other people across the world see. Uh, trying to center in on the Hat Man, but as we can kind of see, this topic just goes all over the place. And without further ado, I will make myself terrified by reading my notes again. 
Drum roll. Okay. Who or what is the hat man? The hat man is a variation of the shadow people. Shadow people can take many forms, including big, hairy, shadowy spiders, cat streaks, clouds, or in some instances, a head that is directly connected to a broad set of shoulders and glowing red eyes. In terms of the hat man, he is often described as a creator with a Zorro type hat, a three piece suit or a cape or a long trench coat. Some people have also noted finer details, such as a hanging pocket watch, a goatee. Some report him being clean shaven, either glowing red eyes or solid black eyes. Wow. <laughs> the most common physical contact the shadow people make with their victims is jumping on their chest and choking them. When a victim sees the hat man from their bed, they often can't move and feel pressure on their chest, whether the hat man or the shadow person is touching them or not. <laughs> Don't worry, we got plenty more to go. This is It's actually kind of fascinating, though. Uh, it is. So, there's a short story about a German soldier who was stationed at a haunted base in Germany who saw the hat man in his mirror. When the soldier asked who he was, it responded, I am Scratch. And Scratch apparently is an old term used for the devil. <laughs> I've, so I have goosebumps sorry. now. I'm so sorry. Like I said, what I fuck? went all out. <laughs> but I'm sorry. I am Scratch. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> well, then uh, you better itch it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll make him leave. <laughs> oh, okay. Now he's, defi- now he's definitely killing you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's also a story about a man who attempted suicide and woke up in the hospital to find the hat man sitting at his bedside. The being then said, I almost had you and disappeared. No. <laughs> <laughs> the entity has stalked human beings throughout history, not merely within a particular society or during a specific time, says Shelley Adler in her book Sleep Paralysis, Nightmares, Nocebos, and Mind-Body Connection. So I was like, I don't know what a nocebo is, so I looked it up, and it's actually, I did know what it was, but I didn't know that I knew what it was. So a nocebo is the same thing as a placebo, but it has the opposite effect. So it's a harmless drug or treatment, but causes negative psychological or, physio- or psychosomatic factors, such as negative expectations of treatment or prognosis. So okay. placebo, just same thing as a placebo, just negative. So. so Adler became interested in the way nightmares differ from across cultures after reading about the unusual nocturnal deaths of several ethnic Hmong refugees who immigrated to the U.S. from Laos. So just for reference, Hmong, and it's spelled H-M-O-N-G, and I had to look up how to pronounce it. I did a lot of pronunciation research for this, so it wasn't, Good. hopefully I don't yeah. butcher too many things this time. Um, but the Hmong people are d- indigenous people that live mainly in southwest China, Vietnam, Laos, Thailand, and Myanmar. Am I saying that one? Myanmar. Right? Myanmar? Myanmar. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Just reading directly. I am Ron Burgundy. Continuing. <laughs> But as I said before, this particular group is from Laos. So within a four-year period from the late 1970s to the early 1980s, 18 otherwise healthy young Hmong men were, uh, who moved to the U.S. died suddenly in their sleep. Over the next decade, nearly 100 more deaths followed, all with a similar profile. Doctors gave the condition a name, Sudden Unexpected Unexplained Nocturnal Death Syndrome, or SUNS. It's a mouthful. 
However, further research has concluded that son's deaths may have a different root cause known as Brugada syndrome. Brugada syndrome is a genetic condition which affects people of Southeast Asian descent, and it's classified by irregular heartbeats, as with the spate of the cases interested all that interested Alder, uh, and the increased risk for sudden death. So, moving her attention to the Philippines, Thailand, Laos, and other places where such deaths were more common, Adler found that the syndrome had a different name, which roughly translates to nightmare or nightmare death syndrome. Isn't that creepy? Yeah. These names are they're terrible. <laughs> Nightmare death syndrome. I'm like looking at my Fitbit right now and this may have to this may have something to do with the fact that I just had a monster, but it's like my heart beats like at 80 beats per minute right now. <laughs> so hoping to better understand the visions associated with the syndrome, Adler interviewed the Hmong refugees living in Stockton, California. The group had all testified to experiencing common nightmares, which they featured a figure called the Dasho, a malevolent force that came during the night, pressing on a victim's chest and attempting to suffocate them. Of those interviewed, all were familiar with the Dasho, and 58% of them said they had experienced uh, experience a visitation themselves. In the field of sleep research, this experience is termed sleep paralysis. An individual in the process of falling asleep or awakening finds himself or herself completely awake but unable to move or speak. Frequently, he or she sees a shadowy or indistinct indistinct shape approaching and becomes increasingly terrified. So now we'll get into the scientific-ish portion of what is sleep paralysis. So while you're falling asleep or waking up, your body sends signals that relax the muscles in your arms and legs. The result, muscle atonia, helps keep you still during rapid eye movement sleep or REM sleep. With sleep paralysis, you regain awareness, but you can't move. Sleep paralysis is a common occurrence that, according to a 2011 U.S. study, affects almost 8% of people regularly. So these poor 8%ers are just fucking dealing with the shit i'd be terrified every time every yeah (laughs) well i i think it's like i don't know how often but i would think regularly meaning like several nights a week that you experience sleep paralysis which that just sounds awful like and there's no cure yeah i know you just fucking you have to deal with it you just have to go and just i don't know i wonder if it gets easier though like or, or is it still like terrifying every time because you know when you're trying to wake yourself up yeah that like that like minute you're like literally trying to like shake your body awake mm-hmm. like i wonder if you're having it like like weekly if like your way of like coping with it is better question mark i don't know uh, i don't know uh or if like you see something every time either it doesn't really say that it just says that they experience it like doesn't get into do they see the hat man or the shadow people when they're experiencing scratch, it. Yeah. Scratch <laughs> old, coming over every week. <laughs> old Not scratch again. Is back. <laughs> Two That's days in a row, scratch. <laughs> uh, classic scratch. Ooh, we're laughing because we're nervous. Okay. Great. <laughs> um, so the first recorded experience appears in Alak Ha I butchered the fuck out of that. From the first century Persian manuscript Hida Yat. In 1664, the Dutch physician Isbrand von Diemerbrock reported a case of sleep paralysis in a 50-year-old woman. Dr. Alon Avedon 
the director of Sleep Disorders Center at the University of California, Los Angeles, also reported that calm experiences included visions of spiders and insects, which I would hate that. I, I'm i not, like, scared of bugs. Are you terrified of bugs? No, I, I, could, I could care less. They don't bother me either. Like, I don't get mosquito bites or, like, I don't know. Aren't it's a respect. Lucky? It's a respect thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I'm not like terrified. Like if I see a spider like on the wall or whatever, it doesn't bother me. It's just when they sneak up on you, I'm like, just fucking Christ. And I hate it. You know what I fucking hate? Mm. I hate fly. I hate flies. Oh, why? Not, not that like, I'm a, not that like they scare me, but they're so fucking annoying. Just, yeah, why do they exist? I know they live for forty-eight hours, and I so I I bought one of those salt guns. It's like a little pump shotgun. Oh, you put like salt into it those. and it, sh- it shoots salt. So I was fucking just killing motherfuckers. So now we have I take yours. It, I take it personal too. Like I get really into it. They, they, <laughs> they, they infuriate me. Well, That's my thing, though. Well, what if they were like fly shadow people just buzzing around and you can't do anything about it? <laughs> <laughs> I can't swap them or shoot them. You're just like I can't move. It's just them landing on my food, and I'm. I'm it's <laughs> that'd be terrible. Oh okay. Oh god. Okay. Now, new irrational fear unlocked. Okay. Yeah. So what people see is very real to them, and they're reacting to the image in a way that seems to be very similar across individuals, across cultures, and across geographies. Avedon said. Some experts say that the idea of the hat man may be a subconscious reworking of figures from popular culture, including uh, popular horror films and recent times. So when we think of the hat man, we think of vulnerability. And when you sleep, uh, you're at your most vulnerable. And in pop culture, like we see the example of Freddy Krueger from A Nightmare on on Elm Street, uh, that he attacks his victims through through their dreams when they're the most vulnerable. And then like they kind of made this connection. And I'm just like, boo that's shitty that that's lowbrow and they're like oh yeah freddy krueger wears a hat i'm like yeah but that's that's different like you can he's got a striped shirt it's not the same not the same he looks like a submarine fucking (laughs) you know like the old the old sailor t-shirts but all right continue he kind of looks like his face looks like a honeycomb it does look like a honeycomb doesn't it yeah looks like a honeycomb uh Okay, continuing, because we're going to get into some creepier shit, too. Uh, At a 2017 paper by leading neuroscientists Balaj Jalal and V.S. Ramachandran proposed neurological theories for why some people hallucinate shadowy figures during sleep paralysis. During REM sleep, uh, that often creates the most emotionally charged dreams, so our brain paralyzes our body so we won't hurt ourselves. Uh, when we wake up mentally, we're still under that spell of REM paralysis and the vivid, sometimes terrifying dreams of REM sleep can spill over into the emerging wakefulness. So mm. it's it's like that you're coming to, but your brain's still like seeing things that are in your dreams. Yeah, but why has it got to be like scary, you know? I think it's just one of those things that humans, humans like to feel, I mean, I wouldn't say like to, but it's like a thrilling thing to feel is fear. And I guess it's almost like testing your like mortality or something like that. Yeah, Maybe. that's a good point. I don't know. It's, I know that besides love, I read this somewhere that besides love, uh, fear is like one of the strongest emotions that we have. 
Right. And they probably hate after that. Anyway, uh, the theory is that part of the brain responsible for processing the bodily map is and self is disturbed, often resulting in the dreamer projecting a human-like figure. So, as we stated before, we're talking about different cultures and the similarities with the shadow figures that people see. The Hmong people were not the first group of people to have such visitations. Among the Canadian Inuit, the word Bukumangirnik is described as this awake but paralyzing feeling. Thank you. <laughs> this one's easier. While the Japanese call it Kana Shibari. That one's easy. Nailed it. Nailed it. Oh, where? I need to go this way. In the Inuit culture, dreaming is considered a means of communication with the other worlds. Cross-communication happens between spirits, human beings, and the dead. And in this belief system, dreams were thought to aid in healing and curing diseases. Um, in a case reported by K. Rasmussen, a woman who was ill in her right arm was then helped by a shaman who dreamed about the origin of the disease and how to cure it. Moreover, the dead could communicate their wish to have their name given to a newborn through the dreams of the mother. Mm. Can you imagine, like, you know, like the old time? I know that the old timey names are making a comeback, but like, I just feel so bad for anyone who's named Helga or Olga. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, how, how can how can you look at a baby and be like, Helga, that's the you, one. This motherfucker's a Helga. Or like Keith. Keith is yeah. such an annoying name. And I'm so sorry it if is. anyone who's listening is named Keith. It's just that's one of my do not name lists. For Keith, babies. if you're listening, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Change your name. <laughs> that's right. Okay. I have a girl name. It's not our fault. You know, we didn't name ourselves. Okay. Where were we? Where were <laughs> Damn we? it, Keith. Okay. Damn it, Keith. And some Inuit, uh, some Inuit consider dreams as a tool of pre- uh, prediction or foretelling. An example would be of a place to hunt, financial success, or how to recover from difficult situations. And in the Inuit culture, I thought this was kind of cool. Uh, they emphasize dream sharing. So talk about dreams that they've had. Like it's it's a common thing, like a co- uh, topic of conversation. Keeping a dream a secret can bring misfortune to the person and maybe also to the community. For example, a pregnant woman not revealing a dream could be experiencing or foretelling a miscarriage. Isn't that weird? But I mean, it's cool. Like, I always talk about my dreams. Like, I, I just oh. never remember them. Like, I used to keep a pen and pad next to my... Sorry. I, um, I never remember them. So I used to keep a pen and pad, like, next to my bed. So, like, when you wake up, you know, you remember it, like, probably at its most accurate. Yeah. I'd, I like I'd write it down or I'd, I would like text myself like what happened. I but, yeah. I remember like a lot of like the I would say like the violent bits of dreams because like that's the thing with me and right now that I'm kind of like working through in therapy is <laughs> the really terrifying dreams that I have. And so she's like giving me like tips and tricks on like you know before bedtime practices and whatnot. But like I could still remember like some really weird dreams. It it was. Okay, well, and we're we're diverging from this for just a second because this was really fucking hear. freaky. This was freaky, and I think I told you guys about this that me mm-hmm. and uh, my boyfriend had the same dream, like same, same but different. Yeah. Yeah, like I, we both dreamed that we were at like this diving, like Olympic diving event, and when the divers dove off the like Olympic platform, they like missed the water and they hit below not where they were supposed to go 
But the only difference between my dream and his dream was my diver was a man and his was a woman. Hmm. It was it was weird. <laughs> that is that that's very It was the same night too. What the fuck? Yeah. Did y'all watch any swim no. related TV that mm-hmm. night? No. Like and that's what that's what my therapist asked me. She's like, "So did you guys like watch something like that m- would maybe like trigger that?" And like, "No, we were watching like I, we we were watching something funny the night before, like nothing scary. We weren't listening to like any scary podcasts or anything like that. It was it was bizarre. Is uh is tree into this stuff too? Oh my god, yeah. Like I yeah. I was like researching this. I'm like texting him. I was like, hey, you need to look at this. You need to look at this. And what was the, hold on? What was the thing that I told him to look up? Oh no, I'm I'm not gonna tell you what I told him because we're gonna get into what I texted him because it's creepy. <laughs> cool. Okay, um, so I'm just going to move along to the Japanese one because just these are just like random factoids that I found kind of cool. Uh, so the Japanese word for the sleep paralysis state is known as kana shibari. So that comes from the medieval Japanese spell called kana shibari noho, a uh, paralysis magic practiced by the priests of, oh my god, on my odo shujendo of the Shingon sect of Buddhism. Nailed it. You are killing it. Thank you. I have like little hyphens between the words so I can sound them. This is hard. Yeah, we need to pick. Yeah, we, we just need a genre that is just like straight English. I thought that, you know, hat man, like that would be easy. And all this other stuff pops up. I'm like, fuck. But I'm still going to try. Still going to try. Yeah. Okay. But this is kind of like, this is kind of cool. But also you're just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, so in Japan, about 40 to 50 percent of people will have at least one experience of Kanashibari in their lifetime. The earliest recording of sleep paralysis in Japan dates to the 12th century, uh, when the Japanese emperor Kono Tono experienced a sensation of chest compression. Every night, the emperor was pressed upon by a mysterious agony, which the holiest monks, all working with their healing rites, were su- uh, seemed unable to relieve. In 1153, Minamoto no Yorimasa. I'm so that proud of myself. That I thank you. <laughs> that, was, that was actually uh, that's that's a good one. Thanks. Uh, but he saved the emperor by killing a winged demon called Nu, uh, with an arrow. Nu is like the easiest thing to fucking pronounce in this like everything. <laughs> How's it spelt though? N U E. Okay, that's not bad. Uh, so in Japanese folklore. Kanashibari happens whenever a person is about to encounter a supernatural being it is something of a premonition and as many as 43% of Japanese students report at least one episode. It's thought that women and students are more prone to Kanashibari because they have less control over their environment and because they have more disturbances in their sleep cycles. So Kanashibari nightmares focus on lack of control. Despite this discomfort, many students want to experience Kanashibari. They'll attempt to induce sleep paralysis by sleeping on their backs. Some will write get lost on a piece of paper, tear it up, throw it away in order to anger the spirits enough for a visit. When asked uh, how to avoid Kanashibari, most students couldn't offer an answer because they wanted to experience it rather than avoid it. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What's wrong with you people? What is wrong with you? What would you write uh, to uh, Mr. Scratch if he visited you? Get bent. (laughs) Nice name, asshole. <laughs> we'll just make write something about Keith on there. <laughs> Keith is our fixation this episode. Keith. 
Oh, gosh. Oh, sorry, my foot's falling asleep. Because trying not to shake my legs because there's this filing cabinet uh, up above my computer and it makes this like weird little rattling noise. I'm like, don't pick that up. So you're having foot paralysis right now, huh? Yes, I am having foot paralysis. <laughs> that is okay. Can, can we talk about other annoying things that happen when we sleep? I have so many nights that I wake up or mornings I wake up and my arms are asleep and like, I don't know how I fall. I've, I'll like sometimes sleep on my chest or yeah, if I sleep on my chest, like if I wake up like sleeping on my chest, like both of my arms are dead. So it's just like, you have to like kind of move around like this and try to wake them up. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Annoying. When I sleep on my shoulders, like I'm fucked. Yeah. It's all tingly. You're like, you're literally just like, um, but yeah, I get really bad, uh, dry eyes at night from PRK though. Like I got like four years ago, but still, yeah. um, as a side effect, it's, it's fucking terrible. It hurts so bad. I sometimes sleep with my mouth open and that's like the worst is when you, you wake up with dry cotton mouth and you're just like, where's the water? Water. Water. And, oh yeah. Going to the bathroom's I, annoying too. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a fucking worst. Like when you're in the field though, because well, maybe not for you, but like for me, it's like, okay, I'm already comfortable, but then I have to like go out, find a place where I'm not going to, you know, moon anybody. <laughs> Just piss in a canteen. Perfect. Boom. <laughs> There's got to be something out there, like some type of technology where you can just go to the bathroom in bed, like in a, in a happy way. You know what I mean? Thought like some called type diapers. Of, <laughs> you know what? Like, here's the bed, right? It might be easier for me, but like if I could just roll over and like stick my dick in like a tube and just and under the bed is like a fucking like filter or something. That's a good idea. Okay, but what if you di- okay, I'm not saying what if you die, but if what if that was a thing and then you know people who are affected by the suns like that was a terrible way for people to find you with your dick. <laughs> then they then they'd steal my invention. So that's not cool. <laughs> Anyone listening, this is trademarked, so you can't <laughs> just, touch it. Yeah, just say say trademark like three times and then it's trademarked. That's those are the rules. TM, like, TM, TM. Yeah. It's like declaring bankruptcy. You just say, I declare bankruptcy like three times to do a mirror and then you've declared it. I didn't say it. I declared it. <laughs> okay. So this was the part I wanted you to like not read. This is still along the lines of the Japanese culture. And it, when I was looking at some of the the graphics from this topic, I was like, wow, I feel like I've seen a lot of these as of lately. Okay. So, video games and the hat man. The game called LSD Dream Emulator. It was conceived by the Japanese artist Osamo Sato, uh, who he rejected the idea of games and wanted to use PlayStation as a medium for contemporary art. And so he sounds like a joy to have at dinner parties, honestly. (laughs) That was sarcasm. So the game's concept was based on a dream diary kept by Asmic Ace Company's uh, employee, for over a decade. So they took this game, like they took the diary and created a game out of these dreams that this person had. Isn't that cool? What was the game called? Did they say the game name? Yeah, it's called LSD Dream. Oh, Emulator. LSD. Okay. Yeah. All right. I want to play it. Like after I was like reading up on this, I was like, dude, I kind of. Is it on like a system or something? Yeah, it says PlayStation. But I don't know if they've like recreated it to where you could play this game on other 
like, oh god, what is it called? I'm not, I'm not like a gamer or anything by any stretch of the imagination. But if it's like a PC game that you can download, I'm gonna ask Tree if he can download it and we can play it. I'm not a game guy. The last time I played a game was Mario Kart Wii in 2020. So yeah, I remember that is I was deployed, but that was the last time. Yeah, I'm not much of a video game player. I'll play like Pokemon and Animal Crossing, but that's just because they're low stress. Yeah, like it's it's easy for me. I used to play, you know, like Legend of Zelda and like Pokemon growing up, but now it's just I just don't. It's not my thing. So. The game received a limited release in Japan on October 22nd, 1998, alongside a soundtrack and a book uh, composed of excerpts from the Dream Diary. That's cool. So LSD Dream Emulator is an exploration game that has been described as a playable dream in which players explore uh, surrealistic environments without any overarching goals. Gameplay takes in, takes place in first-person perspective in a 3D environment with the player's control limited to moving forward and backward and turning, strafing, running, and looking behind. I don't know what strafing is. Probably some gaming term. So the game is played in levels or dreams lasting up to 10 minutes. The player in, begins each dream in a random area where they begin exploring by walking into any object or walking through certain tunnels, the player will be transported into another setting. So when I was reading it, I was like, this is kind of like the back rooms. That's, that was my first thought, the back rooms. Yeah, I, and I, I looked at the pictures of this game. I'm like, this is this got some back rooms vibes. We need to do an episode on back on the back rooms. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll cover oh, yeah. it. We'll get there when we get there. So after each dream, one day passes in the game, and the dream of the player just experiences marked on a graph. The graph rates dreams in relation to being an upper, a downer, static, or dynamic dream. As a player enters and plays more and more dreams, the game adds more variety to the dreams by changing textures more often. This results in the environments becoming more surreal and psychedelic over time. Sometimes, when starting a new dream, a video is played instead of, the, uh, of a playable dream. So you just watch a dream happen instead of playing the level. After a number of in-game days, a flashback option uh, appears on the main menu, which allows the player to experience an abbreviated vision or version of the last dream they played. So this is where it gets creepy. There is a humanoid figure known as the gray or shadow man that may appear in some dreams. And if touched by the player, it prevents them from using the flashback option and undoes any progress made during the dream. Mm. So he is the the gray man or the, the shadow man is viewed as the main antagonist of the game. And this is creepy. In the files in the game's creation, his model name is Sim Spy Mom. So it's, it's spelled S-Y-M-S-P-Y dot mom. The gray man wears a gray hat, possibly a bucket hat, fedora, or Asian conical hat, which I had to look that up. It's it's a rice hat. Uh, he wears a trench coat of the same gray color, and his hands are inside his pockets. His face has no detail, and he appears to be gliding instead of walking, as his feet never move, and he has no animation. The chances of seeing the gray man increase throughout the game uh, and are relative to how dynamic the player's actions and movements are. However, he only appears on B-type days, and he can appear in seven locations, and I'm going to list the locations, highest chance to lowest chance. So the, <laughs> the first one is Happy Town. The next one is Violence District. Third is Kyoto. Uh, fourth, Temple Dojo. Fifth, Clockwork. Sixth, Moonlight Tower. And the last one with your lowest chances in Monument Park. 
violence district. Yeah, stay away from violence district. <laughs> but just the fact that Happy Town is above violence district. <laughs> what the fuck is this place? <clears throat> oh my god. Theories and speculations about the gray man. Uh, the gray man could be a result of hypnagoga hypnagogia a sleep or a state of sleep where the mind can sometimes imagine a threatening entity or presence usually followed by some sense of dread i.e what we talked about earlier with sleep paralysis in the alien theory they may represent an alien probing the conscious mind in a dream hence the mind erase effect in the game you know like the men in black the gray man yeah it's all coming together holy shit <laughs> the player's mind uh, may be trying to mentally block the gray man to, pre- to prevent repressed memories from being reawakened. They may be a reoccurring unpleasant figure in the real world that the player's mind is trying to forget. The gray man could also be referencing the sedative antihistamine diphenhydramine or Benadryl. Uh, when taken in high doses, the drug becomes a delirium and has been known to create instances of hatman, hatman or shadow figures. And that's another thing too, like your chances of seeing the hatman increase if like you take Benadryl Oh, that would be the worst. Because you know how you take Benadryl on the plane? Yeah. Like, just to, like, knock out? You just see the fucking Shadow Man on the plane. Oh, God. <laughs> New irrational... Fuck, I fly like, out, like, next week. I'm not taking yeah, any Benadryl. Don't, yeah, don't take Benadryl. I don't want to see just, that like, I, I understand, like... It's just interesting that so many of us see a man in a hat. Like, why? It's... I don't know. It, it could be like an actual figure or it could be, you know, one thought is like aliens, which is. Yeah, I can't even comprehend like how that would come in the mix. Like if there's like some kind of technology to like keep you asleep while they're like observing you. Oh. Like not necessarily like that it's touching you. It's just like maybe like a device that like, you know how there's like those sound machines that keep mosquitoes away or keep dogs from barking. Maybe it's like a machine to keep you paralyzed while they're like watching you. And it's like their depiction of a person. Yeah. Like a skidwalker kind of like this is something familiar to the humans. This is what we're going to disguise ourselves as. Pocket watch, gray vest, hat, no red face. eyes, red eyes. This is what a human looks like. God, this is 2022 aliens. If you're out there, read a fucking book. Seriously. They've been studying us for so long. Y'all are really fucking it up. <sighs> Let's get an updated. Uh, hat man. like a like a flat brim new york hat <laughs> what do oh. people wear these days uh fuck a trucker hat trucker hat like i guess so i wear shirts from uh instagram that's my my outfit see <laughs> i do i'm uh wearing uh yeah, my killer my killer jammies right now not working. really I, i'm <laughs> well yeah something we'll call it that <laughs> This is Dude, this you're getting is, paid right now to podcast. So I'm getting paid think, to podcast. This is think about it. Well, I mean, honestly, this just lets me hyperfixate on this. I'm almost done. Oh my god, ADHD. Okay, there's just a couple more. Actually, there's two more left. But the, when I was talking about the file name for the Gray Man, um, yeah. it could be yeah. the Gray Man spying on the player. What was it? Spy. It spy. Was Sim Spy Mom. That was the file name for that particular character. So. Without further ado, I'm going to scare the absolute shit out of you. <laughs> I'm done with my, my little research factoids no, and stuff like that. No more. No more. Too fucking bad. I'm tired That's of this, your... Grandpa. That's too damn bad. <laughs> Go to the drive. Going. Go to the PowerPoint that's labeled the hat man. 
I can't wait for you to see these. Okay, the hat man. You can uh, click through the slides. I'm going to scare the shit out of you. Oh, oh my God. Hold on. Page one. So here's a photo from a Reddit user of what they described the hat man of looking like. Just looks on this one, just like no features, just like a silhouette of a person wearing. It looks like a fedora. A fedora, um, maybe like a, a popped collar. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's one of like the trench coat um, depictions. I'm going to put all of these on Instagram and everyone gets nightmares. So <laughs> we're all experiencing ne- scratch go to, tonight. <laughs> go to the next one. <laughs> oh no. Dude, the one on the <laughs> on, on the right? <laughs> the one on the fucking right is absolutely terrifying and a horrible, horrible hat choice for his that's, figure. That's, see that's a flat brim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it's, is that from a I movie? I don't know. I just found I was just like looking up pictures of Hatman on the internet and that's one of them that came up so yeah you can see them like standing in the corner menacingly and Just the next next one a creep yeah that that's about ah uh, those, like, the red eyes the, the red eyes yeah like it looks like the one on the the photo on the right it's like something like it, either something coming down from his eyes or that's the outline of his trench coat kind of looks like tears okay and the Spooky. next the next one. Oh. Hatman's got abs on him. Hatman, but make it daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I was <Jesus>. like <laughs> Get in getting into this one. Creepy. Oh no. Oh no, he's back. No, please. <laughs> please don't push on my chest. <laughs> And he chokes too, so you got get, you got that going on. It's like, like a, I'm a, a per- it's like I'm a about to choke you. I'm about to choke you. Jokes on you. I'm into that shit. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck's wrong with this person? I'm, I'm never out. coming back here. Too much. I'm out. You need therapy. In the neighbor's house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he just fucks with uh, tree instead. Yeah. Okay, so the next slide is the front of the video game cover, uh, the LSD Dream Emulator game, which it kind I'm of I'm interested like, in that shit. It looks like a pack. It kind of, I mean, it's definitely got like the late '90s, early 2000s, you know, graphics. Yeah, uh, for sure. Especially when you see like the next couple slides, but it the the screenshots that I got from that are fucking trippy. Next slide, you'll see. The LSD Dream Emulator's Gray Man character. And this, that thing... This this game's really interesting. Yeah. Like, I kind of want to play it. So do I. Because I like trippy things. Yeah, go to the next one. I'm not sure if this is supposed to be Happy Town, but it looks like a town, so it might be. Uh, that looks like the violence district to me. <laughs> I was just going to say, if you want to flip to the next one, there, I got some uh, other shots of the game. <laughs> it's so Jesus weird. Jesus Christ. Right? Yeah, trippy as fuck. Like so, like, and this, these are these are the dreams from one guy. You said, yeah, one employee. Like these, they designed the game to like emulate what it was that he was dreaming. So whatever he wrote down in his dream notebook, they turned it into a game. The fucking, fuck? it's fucking brilliant. The top right one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more terrified of like the bottom right one. 
where it literally yeah. says weirdest game ever. The middle one looks nice, a little little pathway to the sun there. It kind of like it's like a fucked up Teletubby sun. It's <laughs> yeah, like a little baby. It's just like a fucking. Oh my God, this, I'm gonna look into this after. Yeah, it's really cool. Maybe uh, I'll start I, playing games again. Yeah, we should. Oh, this is when we need to do like Twitch, and then we could play this game. Yeah, we'll we'll stream it live. Fuck yeah! I don't know how to. I I just barely learned how to do all of this other stuff for the podcast. Like, that's that's gonna be another step for me to learn is Twitch. Yeah, I've I have no idea how to do no. any of that shit. No idea. So the next one, it looks like this one was also supposed uh, supposed to be the Hat Man, and then the photo to the right is the woman's corpse. That's what is the corpse from? The corpse is from the uh, Violence City. Did I say that right? Violence District. Yeah, the Violence District. Like that. I guess that's that corpse is only in that level or that dream. But I just added it in there because it was creepy. Yeah, it is weird. This I don't know. Is that the hat man? Is that the hat man again under that that's, streetlight? Yeah, that's the hat man. That's a creepy pose right there underneath the fucking headlight or streetlight, yeah. street lamps, whatever. And then I think that was all that I had. Yep, that's all I had. Hmm, interesting. Creepy. The game. I, I definitely want to check it out though. Side quest. Side quest. Keith the Hat Man. Keith the Hat Man. Scratch. Keith- the Scratch Hat Man. Scratch Man. Scratch Man. The Scratch Man. <laughs> Welcome in, buddy. <laughs> Have a that seat. Sounds like, that sounds like a shitty, like, you know those, like, alpha bro podcasters? Yeah. Like, that's what it sounds like. Some guy, like, gave himself a nickname. That's a douchebag <laughs> move. That is a douchebag move. <laughs> gave yourself a nickname. <laughs> I tried doing that. No one, It never really took off the... It doesn't land. It doesn't land. No one wanted to call me Special K for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's too long. That's why I'm just thought now. Thought's easy or thoughty. Yeah, thought or thought is easy. I like thoughty. Uh, my my close friends call me thoughty. So well, it, thought yeah. with my father. <laughs> thought with my father. Oh my god! I feel like I need more monster, but I know I probably shouldn't because then I'm gonna start seeing things later tonight. Yeah, document it. Yeah. Have you seen anything behind me moving around? Because I haven't been paying attention. I can't even see. I can't even see you anymore. Oh, yeah, you can't warn me if there's a hat man behind me. Yeah. You, when it when you just stop talking, I'll assume the scratch man got you, <laughs> Mister Scratch Man. Okay. Well, I'm I'm sleeping in a new house tonight alone with with no furniture. With, yeah. So. <laughs> we both picked yeah. the best time to record this episode. And it's raining outside right now. It's super. Like all the stars oh. are aligning for me to get murdered tonight. Oh no! Is this is nervous laughter. Just nervous laughter. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. Okay, I need to switch this. Uh, fuck this. Um, Google slideshow because I just keep laughing and I look over and see the corpse lady. I'm like, okay, time to time to exit out of that one. <laughs> corpse lady just chilling. Yeah, she's just fucking chilling. No, I'm trying to like close out all my extra tabs that I have. Okay. So, did you by chance get that Reddit post that I sent you? I'm not sure what you're gonna read first, but I was hoping that you kind of like. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trying to find something in the Hatman subreddits and stuff, and that was like the third post. <laughs> so it's it's a Reddit post about the Hatman, but it's titled 
Would he leave if I started masturbating? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got a good point. Like, I'll, I'll read it. Uh, so, would he leave if I started masturbating? I just recently found out about the hat man through a friend, and I've been freaking out ever since. This may be by attempt of using humor to cope, but I wonder if this would actually work. If I was asleep at night and turned over to see the hat man in my room, would he leave if I started masturbating? Like, does he understand the concept of masturbation and how creepy it is when a man masturbates in front of you? (laughs) I am hoping it would freak him out and make him not want to come back. This is actually a very serious question, though, and it's not something I really want to do, but I will if I have to. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, okay. (laughs) Our response. Okay. Assuming this is a real question. How would you stay hard in front of the hat man? You must be very brave. If you can do that. I think you deserve a medal. (laughs) (laughs) These are really fucking funny. (laughs) How would you stay hard? I'm assuming you've never seen him then. Hey, if he looks anything like the the jacked hat man with the six pack, I mean, sure. Oh, they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> You're set. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> this is a real question. I don't know how to make that more clear, homie. I can nut with no boner and can nut in under ten, in under ten seconds. It's not something I'm proud of normally, but in these specific circumstances, I'm glad I'll be able to do it. <laughs> You were made to test this hypothesis. You have a duty. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm crying. This is too... F- I think the kid is dead fucking serious, too. This was two days ago. Yeah, it was so... <laughs> oh, shit. This poor guy's going through it right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my... That's really fu- <laughs> That's really fucking funny. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Just don't break eye contact. Assert dominance. Oh my god, this this fucking guy. Holy shit. If I'm sleep paralyzed though, I'm not. Yeah, I'm that not was the point that it. they didn't bring up. I I feel like that's that's something that needs to be addressed is like if you're experiencing sleep paralysis, it's not like you can do that. If you can though, I mean Yeah, if it's if like a can non- without without touching, oh. I mean that's oh. that's impressive. Oh my That's god! That's he's got to just roll over and, and go into the the dick tube bathroom. Oh he's my got god! Built his bed. Seriously. TM TM. That's how it works for trademark. You trademarked right. it. I did not. <laughs> it's mine. <gasps> okay. <laughs> Back on track here. Well, that was funny though. Yeah, that was that good. Yeah. Okay. So masturbating hat man is done. Masturbating. Um, do you want to hear the? stories from tales did you have anything else before that i did not that was all that i really had and that i wanted to <laughs> i'm happy <laughs> that was great um, that was great hopefully that cats like picks up speed and more people will respond to that because i can see that being like popular yeah i'll have to keep <laughs> have to keep tabs on that one that's good fun all right well, a story from tales of the grid square uh this was posted a couple weeks ago it's called Hat Man in the Barracks. Sometime in December of 2020, I spent my leave in the barracks uh, of the 173rd. One night I was laying in bed trying to fall asleep. 
And as I struggled to fall asleep, I flipped around facing the middle of my room, and that's where I saw him, the hat man. Up to that point, I never heard of anything hat man related, so I had no idea what I was looking at. He looked like a giant shadow, so I couldn't make out anything other than his outline, which resembled a tall man in a trench coat and fedora. I knew he was looking at me, and for some reason, I had no reaction other than curiosity. So I turned around and finally went to sleep as I was trying to do that, and to this day, never have seen him again. I've told others... And they mostly shrug it off as anything other than what I saw. Oh, that wasn't that wasn't that sexy of a story, honestly. I mean, but still, like, it's no matter who you are, it's creepy when someone is in your room, someone or something is in your room, and it's the middle of the night. Like, yeah, it's not ideal. Not ideal. It's also not ideal to take a nap in your car and have a giant bird feathered thing try to reach around and like choke you either. <laughs> No one's safe. Bird people out here, too, fucking with us. It's aliens. I think it Has hasn't really been explored been, more. Not really. And that author of the book that that Adler author, when she was yeah. uh, she was one of the first people to kind of introduce the uh, the men in black theory of aliens or so, something not necessarily like paranormal, like ghosts, but paranormal as in like aliens. Right. So she was the first person to like, I guess loudly broadcast that theory which i mean i buy it yeah i mean sure sure what you mean yeah why not at this point you know yeah there's a story i got it's not a hat man but um they were in africa when i got my my stories a couple years ago um it was four dudes pulling security in a, in a humvee on an airfield in africa and they all all four of them had the same dream first off bad security if you're all sleeping but all four of them had the same dream of a woman, uh, a girl with black hair that was just like in, in their dream. I'm not sure what she was doing. Um, and they all woke up from it. They all had the same dream. They bl- found black hair in their Humvee, too. And they said the nearest girl to that to their base was like 50 miles or something. So maybe that's oh. Hatman's girlfriend. Hatman's girlfriend. That's girl. They found Hack. Yeah. <laughs> hat girl. Hat girl. <laughs> She's not wearing girl a hat. Summer. Uh, yeah they found hair too oh that's crazy like did i see when i it's always like hindsight's 2020 when i think about this stuff it's like if you found physical evidence would you not take that back with you i don't know maybe not because like in the in the moment maybe you're like that's cursed i don't want to touch it yeah probably but like or like just photos of the hair like that was in their humvee that's unsettling though i don't like that i kind of picture her as like the girl from the ring you know yeah that actually was uh referenced in the uh kana shibari like yeah, that's when, it. when i was uh when i was looking at the notes and stuff putting together all of these like that was referenced the the girl from the ring like <sighs> i want to say that one of the entities besides the hat man is like this old hag and yeah. or like a woman that's really like gaunt and she's got long black hair often described with like black eyes and like gaping mouth sorry if i i'm so sorry i'm so sorry but i was also looking at because i was trying to figure out how to pronounce the curse of the dashao with the Hmong men but anyway it was a youtube video that i watched and that gave me the chills i'll have to send that to you but it was covering the cases in california of that sudden nocturnal death uh, phenomenon that was happening and the widow it was the the writer was talking about seeing a body being lifted into like the van to be carried away from the home like he had he had died in his sleep and then they were interviewing the widow and she was describing 
what happened. And he was, she, she said that when he, they were sleeping, she uh, heard him and felt him like thrashing around. And so she looked over at him and it looked as though he was like trying to sit up, but something was like on his chest, like pushing him down. No way. Yeah. That checks like, out for Hat Man. <laughs> but when they were interviewing other people uh, that were in that community who had experienced that, um, they described an old woman. And the old woman would like stand at the edge of the bed and then she'd like crawl onto you and onto your chest and like press down as she's like staring straight into your face. What the fuck? It's so I know. weird. It's. I'm going to have, I hope I don't have nightmares tonight. I'm not taking any Benadryl. I'm not taking, taking nothing. No more caffeine for me either. Don't sleep in your car either. Birdman will come oh, get you. Fuck. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to hang out here and I'm going to watch Disney movies all night. <laughs> yeah. Just watch Encanto. I love that movie. Oh, I should watch Encanto again. I love that movie. It's so it good. was a tree had never seen Lilo and Stitch and tree also had never seen, um, Moana. Can you believe that? What? Yeah. I'm like, oh, wait, we don't have kids. That's why. But still, Disney movies are for everyone. I, I mean, yeah, that's fair. But that's, the Lilo and Stitch one really threw me for a loop. I'm like, I cannot believe you've never seen Lilo and Stitch. But yeah, Kanto's great. Great, great songs, too. Great songs. Talks about family trauma, et cetera, et cetera. And the mom from there looks like my mom. Not the grandma, but <laughs> Every- like the, the mom. <laughs> Yeah, the good cook who heals yeah. with her food. Yeah, I like um, I like the strong sister, Louise. Is that her name? Louisa, I think. Louisa. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I have to. I you know what? This is my this is my cue. I'm we're, gonna I'm gonna watch and we're just talking again. now. <laughs> yeah, we're just talking yeah, now. But um, <laughs> yeah, just talking about like pleasant things right after I just you know talked about an old woman crawling on this dude's chest and killing him in his sleep when she wasn't even there. Fuck. <laughs> this has but, been a good episode yeah it's it's creepy to say the least and i'm hoping that if anything that people learn something new about like that video game or if anyone's actually played it before let us know how it is and the other thing that oh, there was a creepy pasta that i i saw and i was like no i'm not doing that to myself not not right now i've i've seen enough but it was uh talking about this guy who played the game and then was visited by the gray man in his sleep. No. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was a creepy pasta. So, I mean, take that with a grain of salt, if it's real or not. Um, But yeah, sleep paralysis, definitely real. I mean, scientific data to back it up. And they just don't know what causes it. Who's more prone to it. We do know who's more prone to sudden unconscious nocturnal death. I fucked that up. Sons or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, sons. Which sons. Uh, that's like another like irrational fear now. I'm like, I don't think I would be carrying that um that gene that causes it, but it's still fucking scary. Yeah, I don't think I've ever really heard of that. Yeah, I don't think it's a an all too common thing. I mean, if it were, that'd be a little bit more alarming, but from what I read it was a very like I think it was like a hundred cases or something like that. And that was just in a specific time frame. So yeah, I don't know. We'll just we'll just assume that they're being it's, murdered in their it's sleep. It's like it's it's like COVID. It's over. It's not happening anymore. Yeah, it's done. It doesn't exist. <laughs> We're gonna get flagged on fucking Spotify. Yeah. Do you need COVID nineteen <laughs> resources? 
there's gonna be a COVID banner a when COVID you start listening ban- to it. <laughs> Dude, there probably would be. I'm not even lying on that one. Fuck. Honestly. No cap for real. For, I fucking hate that shit so much. Why? No you- cap for real. <laughs> but one of my soldiers says no kizzy instead of no cap and no joke. No kizzy. Like what? that sounds Why? like a to- that sounds like a toddler saying no kissy. No kissy. No kissy. Like- <laughs> no Keith. No kissy. <laughs> No kiss with a lisp. <laughs> Just say, like, I'm not joking, man. No like, how old is Sarge. this kid? <sighs> he might be, uh, he might be like 23 or 24. That's still too old. To, okay. I was going to say, if, it's, if the kid's like 18, like 19, I'd be like, all right, whatever. But, like, when you're that, uh, he probably has a Snapchat, yeah, doesn't he? Probably. I haven't probably. tried looking, though. <laughs> yeah. No kissy. No, ki- <laughs> no kissy. <laughs> No kissy. Yeah, we'll we'll have to probably just delete this whole this whole segment. All right. All right. Well, um, unless you have any other stories. That's all I have. I know, like, if I if I really dug deep into uh, tales shit, I probably could find more, but that's like all I found for now. Googling too, I I couldn't find really much anything on on Reddit, like military wise, because I like sticking with like the military theme. Yeah, like but, I I found um. I found a, a hat man story, but I mean, we could definitely like make, you know, revisit shadow people because there's so much out there that, you know, people experience and hell we know with all the chemicals and like TBIs that soldiers are exposed to and have experienced like that shit fucks with your head. So really, honestly, there's no shortage of these kinds of things. So I guess whenever we get tails on here, we can uh, revisit shadow people. Whenever Tales comes back, yeah, we'll be here next episode. Baker's um, I was, yeah, I was supposed to give a shout out to Elizabeth, who listens to her podcast, and um, she knew where I was from based on my accent, how I say my O's, which is Philadelphia. Um, so here I'm gonna say Water for you, and that's it, Water, <laughs> as opposed to Walter. But there you go, Elizabeth. Happy now. <laughs> my my friend, who's also from Philly, says water just like that. Wooder. Wooder. W-O-O-G-E-R. Wooder. Wooder. Um, right. that's, that's all I got. That's all the time we have today. Tune in next time. Um, and hopefully you won't be visited by Keith Scratch the Hat Man tonight. Keith Scratch the Hat Man. Or Keith Hat Lady. Hat Or Hat Lady. Hat Girl uh, Summer. Hat Girl Summer. <laughs> Hashtag Hat Girl Summer. Not the right. summer I want. Not the but, summer that I want either. Yeah. All right. Thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to edit and hopefully not like curl up in the fetal position right. trying to deal with this. All right. Bye, guys. Document, document your dreams. Yeah, document your dreams. All right. We'll All see right. you next time. Bye. Later. Bye.